have you, you, have you caught up. Have you heard about the first Aerials in the England? It wouldn't be our 150th episode if we didn't bring this up. Uh, you haven't heard about this at all? No. It's been okay, like, okay. This has been like a month and a half thing now. I don't think it's been that long. Uh, about a, a month. It's uh, about a month. <laughs> so apparently there's this island in the south, uh, in, in Antarctic, or we are uh-huh. down there, um, where scientists have discovered that fur seals are raping penguins. Like they will... <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish this was a visual medium. <laughs> yeah, the seals will get on top of the penguin and forcibly insert themselves into the, the penguins. The penguins um, don't have sexual organs, by the way, Drew. Yeah, like... They oh, don't... well, yeah, those are like the, the birds that have the cloaca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah they, which they... Uh, is used to dispose of uh, waste uh, and for sexual purposes. Yeah, chickens have them. Yeah, it's... yeah that's what the seals are fucking. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, little... yeah like cloaca is Latin for uh, like opening. Like there was a cloaca maxima, it was it was a sewer, mm. like largest sewer, largest opening. Okay, well that's good to know. But uh, so yeah, that's what's happening. And uh, what's really fucked up is that you can see videos of this online. Um, Why would you watch that? <laughs> we did. <laughs> just just we because did it was one, like I, I heard about it on Smodcast. Yeah, Smith and Mosier were talking. Oh, about of course, you would be into that. Into well, that. yeah, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" And dude, I, uh, I struck, I struck one out pretty hard to that shit, Mose. Uh, but it's like really messed up because for the most part, the seals cover the penguin, so the, you don't you, like you see like the head of the penguin, and some of them are kind of trying to reach around and peck at it's it. Like a crazed dog attacked a little man uh, <laughs> in a tuxedo. But the messed up thing is that you know the seal and the penguin are surrounded by a shit ton of other penguins. And the penguins aren't doing jack shit. Well, what can they do? They're, they're, little, they're little, little, little people in tuxedos. I think they're emperor penguins, so they're pretty. They're pretty big. It's just that, yeah, they're they're all just standing there watching it happen, and it's just like, wow, that's a little fucked up. Right. What was really fucked up was one of the seals ate one of them after he was done. <laughs> Andrew, welcome to Kind of Epic Show. <laughs> I'm going to cue the music, guys. <laughs> Welcome to our 150th episode. Hurrah. You people, oh. talk about penguins and shit. My God, right? That's why I took a moment of silence last week. Because yeah, uh, yeah. apparently, it's been happening for a while too, like a good decade. Oh wow, it's been happening that long. Yeah. No, I, I, I did you guys did you guys see what I posted that episode as the no. title? Hold on, let me pull this up. Hold on, hold on, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for Podcast. it. Downloading more of the X Files files. Hashtag Save the Penguins. <laughs> was last was last week's episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. So anyway, um, five episodes behind on Harmon Town. Listen to the podcast. So what's yeah. the uh, agenda for this week's episode? I figured we'd start off with the Kingsman. Well, I figured we'd start off with Gabe Canada's voice message that oh, he okay. left us, celebrating our 150th episode. And hopefully our other one calls back and leaves a voicemail like he said he was going to after he got done with his laundry, but I'm going to leave that for a surprise. 
Yeah. And let's uh, let's do this here. I, I will, I'll tell you who the second one is. It's Batman. Hello, kind listeners. <laughs> that was Vietnamese because apparently ninety percent of our listeners are in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. So if uh, you are listening in Vietnam, and I missed the opportunity to say good morning Vietnam, as well as hello, kind of epic listeners. I also have to say, Jing Yi Lo Xiao Tian, as in please give money. At any rate, I'm sorry to make it to the 150th episode tonight, and I hope that the guys are doing really well. And as always, <laughs> I'm being kind of epic. Hope you have a great show, and here's looking forward to 150 more. Goodbye. So, if you give Gabe money, he'll enjoy you all night long. <laughs> <laughs> if you give Gabe money, he'll learn more Vietnamese. All right. We gotta we gotta start this party off right All with right. a mini beer corner during this episode. Yeah, we're gonna start off with Arcadia Ales Hot Mouth, the double IPA. Well, maybe we should start off with their. I asked one. if there was an order. goddammit. it! Well, this one's six percent alcohol. Okay. Let's just start off with that one. <laughs> and it's yeah, okay. start off with that one. Okay, this is from Arcadia Ales as well. It's the Whitsun Ale, uh, wheat ale brewed with spices, coriander and orange peel. Ooh. Sounds good. They're from oh, yeah, Kalamazoo. That, yeah, that's a, that's a typical uh, thing uh, to you brew with. Uh, yeah, like that. That's a typical feature of uh, what what uh, what beer is. Uh, it's uh, what just means white. So white beer. Uh, Sounds like a door opening really slowly. It sounds like a creepy door opening. Knock knock. Open up the door. It's me. It's real. Knock knock. Uh, and uh, the, the 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 name uh, Arcadia. Uh, the name uh, Whitson is a reference to. Uh, Whitson was another name for uh, the Feast of Pentecost. So on I've Sunday, been, I've been playing uh, Pokemon Fire Red, and uh, wow, you going old school? Yeah, well, this <laughs> is kind of. Well, Marissa <laughs> just gave me her uh, her uh, original DS with okay. all of her Pokemon games, okay. starting at Fire Red. So uh-huh. I'm I'm catching up on a decade's worth of Pokemon that I haven't played. Did you hear about the Pokemon Bank? Yeah, you can actually like it makes. Actually, like train your Pokemon from game to game, a lot more simple. Yeah, well, it's, it's I've I've watched her do it because I just got her uh, for Valentine's Day. I got her uh, uh, Omega Ruby, okay. and it still took like a couple hours to transfer all of her Pokemon. I want to say like four hours, wow. but she's only missing a handful of legendaries. So I guess transferring seven hundred something Pokemon is kind of Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't. I, She's I, I, dedicated. I've never actually bothered with the catching bit of it. I, I mean, I'll like catch things if I if need them. If they, yeah, if I need them, if they're going to be useful for a team. Yeah. Oh um, hey, the Mardi Gras badge. <laughs> oh nice. But uh, so yeah, I've never done that before. Gotcha. That's, that's fucking crazy. No, that's <laughs> that's more than I've done. I, I, well, I did like some legendary stuff like that, but it's a, it's a, it's some dedicated work. To be fair, it's not like she was going through and like marathoning them all through. This is ten years worth of work collecting mm-hmm. Pokemon that she just all traded up from. Wow. Yeah, I've never bothered doing that either. Normally, I just start off the game, or yeah. like if I replay something, I just erase it. And... Well, uh, the only time I had done that, I had, I took my, uh, my, uh, uh, that's a good beer. Yeah, what's, what's interesting to me about this is, uh, 
I took my Charizard from original red to silver. That's all I did. Mm. What's interesting about this for me is, uh, you know, wit beers generally like this seems like it's a little bit higher in ABV than a typical uh, mm, but I think it's good. categorized as a uh, as a pale wheat ale, which makes sense then. But yeah, because a wit beer would probably be like you know in the four to five percent range. Cause yeah. It's a light, easy drinking beer that you would one would drink in the summertime. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I the, like the that. brewer I work for, uh, Books and Brews, we have uh, Alice's Adventures in Wit Beer, uh, kind of a similar thing. Uh, coriander, orange peel. It's a nice, good summer sipping beer. Uh, if you like Blue Moon and that type of stuff, I think I think you might enjoy that. I'm sure, like, uh, yeah. if it is a wit beer, they might use the Belgian yeast, which gives it kind of that funky uh, taste to it. You, like, you really get that, uh, excuse me, sort of flavor with uh, your Belgians. Ooh, I got Mardi, I got my Mardi Gras badge and Pale as a Moon Level 8. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, that's good. That is good. It's tasty. Well, uh, so anyway, um, this previous weekend, um, the, uh, the Kingsman came out, um, that was a tremendous movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it, was be- it was beautiful. Like, we got done seeing it, and we saw it on Valentine's Day. Better of the choices you see on Valentine's Day. Yeah, we and Carrie did the same thing. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I immediately... We had nothing to do the rest of the day. We went to the first showing. That's the only thing we had planned, because we were making dinner, mm-hmm. instead of going out for dinner. And uh, uh, I was like... Well, we got out of the parking lot, and I was like, you know, we have nothing else to do. Do you just want to go see it again? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I wish we would have. We didn't. But oh. I, I wish. <laughs> and, you know, it was relatively packed, but the theater was fucking busy, which is so sad, considering Kingsman wasn't that busy. Mm-hmm. It was all for 50 Shades. 50 yeah. Shades of Cape. <laughs> I'd yeah. watch that. It's like, now, hello there, the American viewing public. Uh... I will do 50 of my impersonations for the next hour and a half. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It, well, me and Carrie went to... Have you guys ever been to the Studio Movie Grill place mm. up on 80, 86? I've heard about it. And there's also another one opening up soon. Uh, I think Flex Brew House. Huh. Yeah, it, summer it, idea. It was pretty nice because, yeah, the idea is... Um, you've heard of the Alamo Draft House. Yeah, yeah I was going to bring up that. <laughs> but yeah, and the food was really good. Like I got a burger and fries. Their yeah. fries were like the the, the steak cut ones oh, that nice. were nice and thick, and it was. Oh, I know you like them thick. He <laughs> does. Yeah, the, long and thick. Yeah, the fries and the burger was good. Um, in between the patties, um, we had a uh, we got pretzel bites and cheese sauce. Nice. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it's nice. You show up like a half hour early. Yeah. You look at the menu, you make your order, and just as the movie's starting, they bring out the food and stuff. Nice. And you can still. What order are the more. seats like? Um, they're like leather, like or recliners. Chairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah the, the seats are nice, and you got the table in front of you. Uh, is it uh, is it awkward to eat like the burger in the dark? Or no, no, not at all. I thought it would be a little bit more annoying just because I don't like the idea of being interrupted while I'm watching a movie. Mm-hmm. But it was fine. Like they, uh, we ordered some drinks in the middle of the movie. We got a couple of alcoholic milkshakes. Nice. Um, yeah, it, it was a pretty good experience. I enjoyed it. I was really pissed off though, except the beginning uh, during the trailers. Um, apparently that theater had done like an uh, Avengers thing or uh, well okay each month at the beginning of this year they've been showing an Avengers movie oh and they had the Avengers in January oh yeah I would have liked to have seen that yeah, that would have <laughs> been nice um, but yeah I, I would really recommend going to there it, it was nice huh. how, Especially I, if, if how, it, how well priced was it um, considering the quality of the burger and stuff it's actually pretty well priced I forget what it is exactly, but gotcha. Was um, the movie ticket? 
Uh, well, we had the we had the matinee, so it was like six bucks. Okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, if you I had the matinee and it was seven fifty. Yeah, and so yeah, if you want to go out to that and get lunch at the same time, nice. Yeah, you know, huh. very advisable location. Nice. Um. So yeah, Kingsman was uh, amazing. Yes. Yes. Like, Matthew Vaughn is yet to make a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's been a while since I see uh, I've seen Stardust. I need to go back and revisit it. It has I, Robert De- Robert De Niro in a dress. What more do you want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I saw it since it came out. What, what year was Stardust? it? Like oh, 06 or 07? I want to say 07, but 07, yeah, yeah. He's, I don't think he's made a bad movie. He's uh, looking great. One complaint that I have, um, and it's very, very minimum, um, Don't g- if he gives me another training sequence at that same fucking mansion after a jet comes out of the lawn. Is that the same mansion? That's the same fucking mansion. <laughs> that was the mansion from first class. Yes. I, get, I, I mean, I can't disagree with you, I guess. I remember the landscape being different for X-Men First Class, though, isn't it? Mm-mm. I don't believe so. I mean, I'm pretty sure there was a wall of trees behind the mansion. Oh, that's could well, be easily yeah, CG'd. I guess. That, it at least looked, to me, to be the exact same mansion. You even have the same like path in front and everything. Okay. But I might be wrong. I, I might I, be wrong. I wasn't paying attention. But it just kind of took me out of it for a second. I was like, wait a second. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, you've done this. Even in that, it's still another mansion. There's a jet that just came out of the front lawn. I immediately think X-Men. <laughs> and then you go into a training sequence, which you did in your X-Men movie. I don't know. It just kind of threw me off. Mm. That's my only little complaint. Okay. Besides that, it, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Colin Firth is great. Um, Samuel L. Jackson was a good villain. Yeah, he the was a good... The thing didn't get as annoying as I thought it would. Oh, you know what I've heard that it was supposed to be based on, like, with the I dress and everything? Uh, yeah. Russell Simmons, hmm. the founder, one of the founders of the Def Jam Records label. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, you know, I, I read one review, which I kind of, which I kind of agree with a little bit, uh, just because I'm a Bond fan, they said it's a movie for people who like Bond references. Well, yeah, I mean, like that. The the ending is total Bond. Well, at least like old Bond, where you always like fuck a chick and everybody would be watching. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was the end of that. Uh, <laughs> even in, even in that last sequence, there was a like a key Bond moment where I forget what he did, but he just gave a cheeky smile to the camera and it had the same musical cue. I was just like, <laughs> awesome. But uh, actually, I, I I think the music in this was fucking tremendous. Yeah. Like just some of the musical choices, like fucking Freebird during that slaughter in the church. Oh, uh, which was that beautiful. was excellent. Beautiful. It was like the best use of Freebird in any medium. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since like I think it went through the entire fucking guitar yeah, riff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> it was better than Freebird. <laughs> But, uh, so yeah, I love that, and I lo- love the, uh, uh, um, when Sam Jackson puts his hand on the, uh, uh, the thing to start up the, uh, uh, the slaughter. Yeah. Uh, um, the mu- <laughs> the party music in the background is awesome. <laughs> it was like, it was like, I'm in 720. Yeah. Oh, and when the heads start exploding, 
and, and pomp and circumstance starts up. It, just, uh-huh. it was hilarious. That was fucking amazing to watch. Like just all of those heads exploding, and then it got to like you're watching like the uh, the the one percenters get their head blown off, and uh-huh. then you're seeing like heads of the government, yeah. and you're kind of like, holy shit, the president's head just blew up. <laughs> I know, right? And nobody's freaking out. Nobody's about freaking it. out about it. <laughs> and it's totally supposed to be Obama because like, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's back of his head. But uh, uh, I was just like. I love that they never even touch on that either. That you know, for the most part, governments are are, are now not est- established. Yeah. There's a shit ton of dead people who are supposed to be running the government that aren't there anymore, and, and they just kind of well, move on from that. They are <laughs> talking about a sequel, so we'll no. see. But uh, yeah, it, it's just that, that was definitely a movie about the lower class. Yeah, especially like with the uh, the with main the character, yeah. you know, coming from the lower class. I mean, you know told that it, it doesn't matter where you come from it's a matter you know it doesn't make you a gentleman it, you know how you act and what you do makes you a gentleman and how you dress <laughs> you gotta look good but uh just the action in it alone was awesome you know uh he used uh, some of the same tri- tricks he used in kick-ass mm. which i was okay with that i mean kick-ass was good this was Did he direct better. both of them, or just the, yeah, just the first one? Okay, yeah. I think he produced the third one or something like that. But the second one, second one, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, but yeah, I was thinking how like, much beer have you had? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was thinking about during some of the action scenes, like just watching like how the camera moves, like with Colin first sometimes. It's just so, like there, there's some really nice cinematography there. Oh the yeah, movie, so. for sure, it's a gorgeous movie. And, and I think like you know. I didn't really even want to see it based on the trailers. Like, it looks, this looks kind of dorky and crappy, but mm-hmm. I like that it didn't take itself because the trailer made it seem like it's a little bit more serious, sort of. Mm-hmm. But no, it's not that at all. No, that was <laughs> it's hilarious. And you know, uh, Marissa doesn't like spy movies at all. I haven't been able to get her to sit down and watch a single James Bond movie. And she was like, "This is amazing." Uh, she she was like, "This is probably the best movie that we've ever gone seen together." I was like, "All right." Well. <laughs> I was like. Can we get to see it again? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Mark Strong was great. Yeah, I, it's nice seeing him not play a bad guy for once. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, I, and that's his, like, real accent, I think, right? Is it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. He is British. Well, that would be his Irish. Yeah. Well, that was a Scottish. Scottish. No, it's probably, it's probably yeah. true, then. But, uh... Marilyn. That was... <laughs> Yeah, the the and I got a princess. But I was like, uh, when, when, like when they were drinking, I was like, oh, I bet it's gonna be a princess bride type situation with where like when he switched the cups. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was kind of funny. Uh, uh, yeah. I was like Michael Caine. You know, he does Michael Caine. Yeah, but I think it was actually useful in the sense that he, since he turns against Eggsy, you know, yeah. there is sort of a betrayal of trust there. Where you're kind of like Alfred. No, I know. Yeah, I actually didn't see it coming, and I think that's maybe because I was, I've been so trusting in Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought he was just gonna give him like a Galahad's possession. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> then it was like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> well, well, he was gonna give it to him if he decided to yeah. play along. Um, actually, one of the moments I liked the best was when uh, Colin Firth went over to uh, Sam Jackson's house for dinner. Uh, yeah, it was just McDonald's. Yeah, that that was wonderful dialogue. Yeah, it really that, was. That was just tremendous. Oh, what did you think of her, uh, uh, Sam Jackson's henchman? Gazelle. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah I thought it, I thought it was I thought her name was actually Giselle, and he was pronouncing it Gazelle because that's what my mom calls uh, Giselle Bunkin. Bunk, Giselle. Uh, yeah, the the I I looked it up afterwards, and uh, um, 
She actually has her legs. Yeah. <laughs> she's like a she's like a dancer and like mm-hmm. music videos and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, she kinda reminded me of uh CC from the New Girl. <clears throat> yeah, I can see that. Uh one one person in it that I wish would have been in it longer is uh Jack Davenport. Oh, just yeah. because I, I like Jack Davenport. <laughs> I was like, Oh cool, this guy's oh never mind. <laughs> right. Or how about Mark Hamill as uh the professor Professor Arnold? Oh shit, I love me some Professor Arnold. I know, I, I <laughs> wish he was in it longer too. I like how well, that was sort of a reference to the comics. In the comics it's actually Mark Hamill who's kidnapped at the beginning. Oh, that's funny. And uh, uh he ends up dying really fast. <laughs> <laughs> So it was just, yeah, it was sort of a nice touch just to have Mark Hamill playing the character. Gotcha. Instead nice. of just making it Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. Gotcha. <laughs> That's awesome. Huh. Uh, I did like how, like, he was just uh, kidnapping the famous people that didn't agree. Mm-hmm. And keeping him there, like uh, you heard, like, uh, Iggy Azalea was been missing for weeks. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, nothing too much, but you, you did hear about people going missing I thought it was a nice touch I kind of wish you would have seen some of them but they probably couldn't pay anybody to do it even though Iggy Azalea did the song at the end of it oh did she yeah she was the one rapping gotcha (laughs) yeah it's hard to tell (laughs) really (laughs) yeah I'm not saying I'm a fan or anything but she's got a pretty unique voice for a rapper yeah she sounds black yeah she sounds like a black woman from Memphis well she sounds like an Australian trying to sound black because that's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, off topic here, but uh, Chris Crowley uh, posted a picture of her about a year or so ago, and he was like, man, Iggy Azalea is a fox. So I just found a really cute picture of an actual fox, and I was like, no, this is a fox. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say she's not attractive. Or... Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying I thought it was funny. <laughs> Um, I probably like, he probably just likes her because she has a giant ass. She has a pretty big butt. Yeah, yeah. Which I've heard rumors might be uh, surgically manipulated. Uh-huh. <laughs> I heard rumors that your brother's back on the the, the Leslie boat. It's unfortunate. Uh-huh. Like these people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Happy fiftieth, guys! <laughs> I don't care. I'm petting the kitty. It's awesome. <laughs> He's so fluffy and orange. He looks like a Cheeto. Um, your brother's not. <laughs> Look, he's in cat love mode. <laughs> um, so yeah, Kingsman is incredibly recommended. Yeah, if if you guys, I feel sorry for any of you that are listening that was dragged to Fifty Shades, 50 Shades of Grey on mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Kingsman should have been the movie of choice. Okay, it's actually recording this time. So what are we drinking? We're drinking Hot Mouth by Arcade Ales. It's a Imperial or Double IPA. Uh, it's uh, pretty well balanced. Uh, I'd say uh, like uh, the maltiness kind of balances out the hoppiness, so you know you get the nice uh, citrusy, uh, juicy uh, wetness from the, the hops. I'm not, I'm not sure what hops they're using. Um, I guess it would be like a, maybe a Citra, maybe Amarillo or Cascade. That gives it the really uh, fr- uh, fruity, uh, citrusy aroma. It smells like fruity pebbles. Fucker, you took my line. <laughs> this is the third time we've recorded this bit. Yeah, but <laughs> Yoma's like, yeah, but dabba do. I hate the shit out of you. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting stared at by a pussy. You mean the Cheeto? The Cheeto. He's Chester Cheeto. And, mm. like, and just, and just like Cheetos, by touching him, I get, uh, I get covered with orange stuff. <laughs> Are you gonna lick your fingers now? <laughs> no, it's uh, cat hair. <laughs> you don't want to give yourself hairballs. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, tastes really good. Like, you know, this is another IPA I'd actually probably drink a lot. Of. 
Normally, I'm yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes with like the with you know, with these imperial IPAs, like I I found that uh, the alcohol is like really robust, uh, like and I can like you know that kind of uh, can sap my enjoyment of it. But I think it's really really well balanced. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you can tell it's a little bit boozier than your standard IPA, but it's not. But it, it's a nice, it's a comfortable amount. It's it's mm-hmm. it's solid. Nice, yeah. Yeah, good beer. Um. So anyway. Uh. So yeah. So yeah. Last week after um. We recorded around midnight. My phone exploded because Gabe and David were very excited about the news of Spider-Man joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Were you not excited? Was it uh, not great news? We already have five Spider-Man to? movies. What? I'm not excited. Excited. A part of me is like, they're about the film Civil War. Yeah. And now they're going to add Spider-Man to it. Well, that hasn't been confirmed. To be fair. He's gonna be in Civil War. Yeah, so, that actually hasn't been confirmed. Well, it's that, or he's, he's gonna, gonna be, in, be Do- in Civil War, or he's gonna be in Doctor Strange or something. Why would the fuck would he be in Doctor Strange? Well, why couldn't he be in Doctor Strange? He's gonna be in Civil War. He's taking yeah. Wong's position. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it would so, make sense that he's in Civil War. Yeah, I, like it, the deal when you look at it is incredibly odd. It's like no money is actually exchanging hands. Uh. Uh-uh. Which is it's just like Sony's like yeah you can use them in your movies if you help us produce his yeah and it just that's it and you're kind of like really no money at all especially considering you think of like what Disney offered do you hear what the estimation was to buy a Spider-Man outright what, it was like a billion or something two billion dollars well makes... they paid four for Marvel and as a whole <laughs> but uh, uh I mean. I can. Uh, it makes sense from Disney's point of view because Disney actually has some merchandising rights and stuff. Yeah. So they'll make a shit ton off of toys and stuff. And yeah. If, they yeah. have merchandising. They have the cartoon going, mm-hmm. which they're making money off of. They have the TV rights and all that shit. So. so, yeah, I can see them wanting to ensure that a quality product is put out into the marketplace to help support the merchandising yeah. and so forth. For sure. That makes sense. Yeah. And Sony, you know, having Kevin Feige on to help produce, produce. hopefully, will put out a good movie, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kevin Feige taking over for Avi Arad? Yes, please. Yeah, and it's kind of like they still have Amy Pascal down as an actual producer on yeah, the film. Yeah, she stepped down from president, mm-hmm. and I think she's now just working for Spider-Man. Yeah, she essentially has her own little production division in Sony, but yeah. I gotta say, honestly, considering she was essentially Hollywood-fired... Yeah, <laughs> which is when a person isn't outright fired, they're just demoted. Demoted. And, yeah, she she was given a production company on the same lot that she was used to be in charge of, so that whoever is in charge next can just ignore whatever she wants to do. That is what. And so I I gotta say honestly, I would be shocked if she actually did have a lot of creative input into the project. Okay, good. Just get, let Kevin Feige have creative <laughs> input on the project. But uh, so yeah, it could be good. Um. I'm hoping they actually stick to keeping him in high school. Yeah. They kind of... They, they said they were going to do that for The Amazing Spider-Man and quickly... You know, you know. I would actually be completely alright if... I know Garfield's out, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a, a lot of people want Miles mm-hmm. as Spider-Man. You know what? Keep Andrew Garfield around as Peter Parker for, like, Civil War. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if... Like... I don't know. Shoot him in the movie? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe maybe kill Andrew Garfield or I don't know. But if if Spider-Man unmasks during Civil War, mm-hmm. no one's going to give a shit about a new Spider-Man unmasking. 
A black <laughs> Spider-Man? Hey, it worked in Blazing Saddles. Well, if it, if it was Andrew Garfield, at least we would have some more emotional weight for that character and all that. Mm-hmm. Keep Andrew Garfield around for the, the event stuff, like uh, Civil War or the Avengers. And then, you know, that allows fans to have their cake and eat it, too, because you could also introduce Miles in the solo Spider-Man films. Yeah, I, I think, I don't know if Miles would work as well in Civil War, because I, I figure, you know, the, because, you know, most, maybe most, I mean, m- most casual fans who just maybe watch the movies, they probably don't know anything about him, or yeah. they might, might know a little bit about him, but I'd say use Peter Parker, but Miles should definitely make it to the screen. Yeah, that would, yeah. That would be awesome. I agree, but Marvel just got Peter Parker back. Use fucking Peter Parker. Yeah, I would agree with using Peter Parker in at least Civil War. I would actually find it interesting if they just killed him. Yeah, I think I think it'd be cool. Uh, ooh, what if that's what? Pro- wouldn't it be funny if that's what they that prompts the whole Civil War. Uh... What Peter dying? Yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Like a uh, again, like... make it Andrew Garfield though, and just. <laughs> I don't well, know. I don't. I like the idea of like putting like a teenager on the Avengers. Yeah, like, I, I like that idea too. Uh, like in the same room as like Tony and Cap and stuff. And Especially considering we'll get that with the Justice League with Shazam. Mm. Shaq can be in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's who should play Shazam. <laughs> I know a lot of people. Are, a lot of people are like, "Oh, they need to do Miles." No, they just got Peter. I want to see Marvel do Peter Parker. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would like to get the, the, for them to get around. Them I, I saw a pretty, fu- a pretty funny reaction to this whole thing. Uh, Someone was like, "I swear to God, if Marvel does another Spider-Man reboot, I'm going to gun down Uncle Ben myself." Yeah, they they really could they not can't. do another origin story. Which, with him being in Civil War, I mean, they're not going to. I, I really, I mean, all they really have to do is do some weird illusion, like at, like, at the first four Batman movies. They never went over the origin. Everybody already knows what the They could do what is. they did with uh, the Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Hulk. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, just do the origin during the title sequence or something. <laughs> yeah. and just move on. Yeah, especially considering everybody's so familiar with it. Yeah, everybody fucking knows. Let's, let's tell another Spider-Man yeah. story. But the weird thing is, it seems like the Sinister Six and Venom are still on the table. <laughs> yeah. That seems kind of odd. I don't... I hope that doesn't go down. Right? That'd be really weird. Yeah, I mean... To a certain I like I know Drew Gardard, he 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 actually makes good movies. Yeah, yeah, stuff, for sure. So it may have been a Cabin good in the Woods is great. And then he's doing Daredevil. Uh he did, was. was. Yeah, he was the showrunner for like a little bit. Yeah, so he did the first the, couple or at least, right? Well, I don't think he was really around for production. Oh, gotcha. Like that. All right, that's too bad. Because yeah, he got the Sinister Six job and went to that immediately. Yeah. Um so I mean I don't know, it's just one of those things where it's not like they were setting up a particularly good Sinister Six in the first place. Yeah, because so they rushed everything in Spider-Man 2. Yeah, you're just like, I, I, don't, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. You can just let that go to the wayside. I yeah. mean, I don't know, focus your efforts on making another movie. good. <laughs> See, just, um, yeah, that's one thing that uh, always kind of made me curious about Spider-Man. Since Marvel does, had owned the television rights to Spider-Man, with at least animation, made me wonder if they actually had the the rights to him on, like, S.H.I.E.L.D., if they could use Spider-Man on television. No. I think that would have been... Well, they can now. Well, well, well maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't see why not. I mean, you have... They're doing their, their street-level superheroes on Netflix now. I would like Spider-Man to pop up in that. Yeah. You, Spider-Man's the ultimate street-level hero yeah. I feel like he would have to Spider-Man takes the bus to work 
But uh, Spider Man's a real merc and not like Tony Stark's with his fancy gyrocopters and shit like that. Gyrocopter. Um, yeah, it's the, powered by shawarma. <laughs> uh, there was one other weird effect of this whole thing is Marvel delaying their uh, movie schedule. Yeah. By, by letting Spider-Man essentially take the spot of, I think it was Thor. Black, oh, Black Panther, Black I Panther, I thought. No, maybe it no, was it Thor. No, it was Thor. Thor is now coming out in November. Okay. Black Panther's the next year yeah. and so forth. So, basically, bumped them for, like, four to six Which, months. Which, I think there's plus and a minus to that. Then it gives more time for, to, you know, make sure everything's right for those films. But it does suck that, you know, people are going to wait longer on that because we've already seen fucking Spider-Man five times. Uh-huh. We haven't seen Spider-Man done by Marvel five times. We've seen Spider-Man, fucking Spider-Man five times. But it's also a really interesting business decision by Disney. Yeah. Because it's not like, you know, we said they're not getting any money from this. Yeah. So they essentially, like, instead of having three Marvel movies out that year that they'd make money off yeah. of, they've only got two. They just have Spider-Man. They, it's, it does, that does seem incredibly odd to me. What do you think the first bad Marvel movie is going to be? It man, <laughs> maybe <laughs> that, that does seem to be the one on the plate right now. That's looking a little. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see. That's why you treat your employees well and uh, don't force them out. Uh, <laughs> uh, Edgar Wright. Yeah, <laughs> valid point. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe Age of Ultron's gonna suck, guys. Doubt it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. I was, <laughs> I was being silly. But, I don't uh, know. It could be like some early Buffy episodes, <laughs> like we Tarzan. You can. I robot you, whatever the fuck the one with the weird internet thing. Yeah, the computer demon thing. Mm. Ghost in the Machine episode season one of episode eight of X Files. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, it's not just like those couple movies that are delayed. I mean, yeah. they kept the Avengers in the May temple spot. Yeah, and then everything else got pushed back. Yeah, the, the, now the like July and November. Bits. Now like Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel is after the first Avengers film, right? Or yeah. something's weird about that. I... Actually, it might be Black Panther. Oh, maybe that. Yeah, I think the schedule now is there's Spider-Man, Thor. Well, it's Guardians of the Galaxy in 2017, then Spider-Man, yeah. then Thor, then Avengers, then Black Panther, then um, what is the next one after that one? Captain Marvel. Really, Captain? Yeah. yeah. Okay, it is Captain Marvel, and then Avengers, and then Inhumans. Yeah. So. Ooh. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, Marvel would have to know what they're doing. Yeah. That or the Avengers will eventually switch places as well. I don't think they, they're not going to push the Avengers. Because, I mean, May, they already claimed the first week yeah. of May to make a shit ton of money. So. <laughs> well, is that is Superman still in March? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, Marvel, we fucks with you up. <laughs> no. Bye, nope. Felicia. <laughs> nope. Yeah, especially now that. Iron Man's in it, and Spider-Man. Like, oh. nothing's gonna compete with that it's fucking like, It's movie. pretty much just like a mini-Avengers movie. Yeah. Before, which is kind of what Winter Soldier was to a certain degree. Uh-huh. It was like a little mini-Avengers. <laughs> I'm alright with that. Yeah. Uh, Batman and Superman, they're gonna experience some lousy smart weather. Yeah, I think it makes sense to have uh, Spider-Man out before the Avengers. I think it makes sense to put, put him it. in there for yeah, the Infinity exactly. War. Or Infinity War, whatever. Yeah. It, it makes sense to introduce your possible replacement for Tony Stark leading your Avengers films. <laughs> we have money. Oh, thank God. That's how that panel you use a lot for when the deal got announced. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, who knows? Maybe maybe down the road it'll allow uh, Marvel to uh, just kind of buy him out. Hmm. Who knows? 
Now, if only they could get the Fantastic Four or X-Men back. X-Men just rebooted. It's entirely possible that you can now make it work. I'd at least like a Wolverine. Yeah. yeah so would he. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so would Hugh Jackman. So what, he would show up in every single Marvel movie then? Even, like it was just like five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> he fuck replaces off. Stanley. Yeah, just, yeah, just to sit around and tell people to fuck off. He, he replaces Stanley. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> he kills Stanley in one film. And then just oh. takes place. <laughs> Wasn't there like a, some fan theory that uh, Stanley, the reason he's in every film is he's the... Watcher? The, yeah. Or I, I, I like the scroll one. Or, oh, those the, Stanley's are Or the Beyonder? <laughs> yeah. I'd be alright with that. Greetings, Super Scroll friends! Hmm. I'd, I'd be completely alright with him just like... It was like uh, uh, that two issues of... Uh, that Jason Aaron did, where it was just like each time of day with Wolverine. I think mm-hmm. it was like right after Old Man Logan. I don't. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Greetings, uh, Spider French. Hail Hydra. <laughs> I think well, it was like he was showing his life. Yeah, like, like what he does, like 24 day. hours a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. I think it's it something even... ridiculous. Yeah, it was incredible. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> and I would be completely all right with just Wolverine popping up in every thing, just as Stanley. I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Stanley's actually like a Hydra clone. <laughs> they clone an old Jewish man, and that's why he's everywhere. Working as a janitor, going to weddings. So I got a question for you, dude. This whole Secret War thing that's happening this summer at Marvel, yeah. are you going to be getting any of it? <laughs> if I can get caught up. I, I spent part of my weekend catching up, but now completely. Like, I was behind three weeks, and now oh, I'm... Oh, wow. I'm, ca- I'm, like... I, I haven't been to the shop in a month, and then my reading stack alone mm-hmm. is probably three months. Yeah. So, I was just thinking about it, because they released the uh, solids for May, yeah. and a bunch of it is, like, one-shots and, like, miniseries for Secret Wars. Well, I was thinking... <laughs> I was thinking about doing the uh, comic book direct services... Starting this summer with both Secret Wars and Convergence. So that would be next month. That would be next month. Well, shit. That's, that's quick. Yeah, because well, you got a pre-order. Yeah. So. Well, shit. <laughs> so I have to do that by next month, right? Um, we don't have to do... Uh, uh, they'll put up the May stuff in uh, March. Gotcha. I still got to do the stuff for April for this month. Gotcha. So. Wow. So, yeah. Son of a bitch. I got to get on that. Yeah. I kind of like pet, petting kitties on the tummy because it's like, yeah, pet me. And then it's, it turns out it's a oh, that's my dick. Oh, no, yeah. no, it's well, a, it's a bear like, trap. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, 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 like you gotta you gotta do it just right. Like sometimes he'll let you do his chest. I like, they don't <laughs> like let you uh, do my chest. It's like yeah, rub my belly, human. <laughs> and then he latches onto you and you lose a hand. So let's see, which one of these am I supposed to be doing now? Alright, so the next thing we're going to drink drink, drink, Darkfish Head 90 Minute Imperial IPA. What you have here is an Imperial India India Pale Ale featuring a single constant 90 Minute Hop Edition. It's balanced by a ridiculous amount of English two-row barley. Then we dry hop it in every tank. I got a question. Their font choice is a little weird. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't, I haven't actually paid attention pretty to Pretty much either. as if they, it looked like they typed it with a broken typewriter. They did, because it's even on paper. Fill the, pa- fill the label on that. It feels like cheap paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't know. I like Dogfish Head. I've had this one before. It's pretty damn good. They even have a they they do have a hundred and twenty minute yeah. as well. Yeah, that one's expensive. Yeah. Well, I mean that's a lot of that's a lot of hops. Yeah, hell of a lot of hops. And hops are expensive. Hops be expensive, bro. I like. I would just like to mention that you both are drinking out of Star Wars coffee cups. That's what you grabbed. I know, it's <laughs> because it's the only thing smaller that you had. Uh, well, while we're waiting, um, I, I, our second caller came in. Oh, well, let's let's see what Mr. Dance has to say. I was gonna make it a surprise. I didn't tell him. Hi, buddy. It's me, Chris Dance II. I just wanted to congratulate you guys on 150 episodes. Pretty sweet. And also congratulations to David because he's uh, no longer a girl. He is now a woman. <laughs> and I'm very proud of you. Very proud of you, David. And I'm a little girl anymore. How is he grow up? Uh, I promised myself I wouldn't cry. I'm going to be all right. But you guys, just keep on keeping it all. Oh, that was Chris Dan's. Yeah, you might remember him if you guys remember when those episodes were actually still on Pot our Potomatic account. Uh, Chris and Richard Goodrow did a kind of epic show, East Coast Edition. Lasted like ten episodes, and then they just stopped recording because they got super busy. Didn't they do the Little Pony episode? They did. They did. <laughs> they, they did. Um, One of our highest listened things. Yeah. Was it, was it a YouTube thing? It was a YouTube, yeah. <laughs> they recorded a, bro, bro, a Brocon thing? No, it was, it was from New York Comic Con. They, okay. you know, they recorded the My Little Pony panel there. <laughs> and, yeah, unbelievable amount of views. Because <laughs> uh, probably all the Little Pony fans are kind of like, oh, somebody actually recorded a Little Pony panel. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? But, uh... I was on the phone with Chris earlier, and uh, uh, he said they're they're looking to start recording again. Oh. So, okay. have a, a comeback. So, I'll keep you guys informed when that's going to happen. And if you were wondering what what Chris uh, was congratulating me on, um, as of Friday, February thirteenth, I I am now engaged. So, uh, yeah, that's what he was congratulating me on. It's kind of scary, but. It's awesome at the same time. I'm excited. So yeah, let's. Uh, what's. Uh, what are we drinking now? Um, like a dog. I already did it. Oh, uh, you already did it. Yeah. yeah. We just gotta talk about it now. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Dogfish Head is a brewery based in uh, Delaware. Uh, they were in Indiana a couple years ago, uh, but they pulled back because uh, their expansion. Uh, couldn't, couldn't keep well, they, they couldn't keep up with demand like so you know mm. they you know in theory they could still distribute but they wouldn't you know provide an adequate amount of product you know then okay they, you know they, like you know they wanted to pull back they expanded and then now they're able to distribute out here hmm. yeah uh, they they recently brewed uh, uh, last year it was the twentieth anniversary of uh, Beat Thousand a record by uh, Guided by Voices kind of the uh, album that uh, broke them to like uh, the indie rock world or college radio and they brewed a uh, beer called beer thousand it had uh, 10 different grains uh 10 different hops and it was uh 10 percent alcohol it, it had abv of 10 percent. so 10 times 10 times 10 gives you a thousand so beer thousand 
Nice. So maybe you can explain this whole 90 minute hop thing to me. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, basically, like, you know, they're like, uh, you know, like they're uh, like uh, they're constantly adding the hops for like ninety minutes to really hop things up. Uh. Oh, so it's just okay. The, like, I mean, I guess uh, does, does the hop stay with the the the, the brew? I mean, or what's actually done there? I, I guess like when you say they're adding hops to it and it's for ninety minutes straight, does it like? Does it stay with the uh, the brew for? Does it ferment with the brew? Yeah. Okay, so it's just that they're adding that much hops. Is that the the difference there? Like I'm just yeah, like the amount of time they're adding hops. Okay. Oh. All right then. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, me neither. Okay, very good. You know, uh, it. it's kind of funny. You guys keep on bringing in IPAs that. You know, I don't normally like them. Uh, about continuous hopping, yeah. Dogfish had used the device to slowly add a major amount of hops over time into the boil, rather than adding the whole addition at once. So it's doing it slowly over 90 minutes, 120 minutes, 60 minutes. Oh. This is a good brew to have a buddy handy to hit toss in the hops, this, like from a, from a home brewing thing, how to... Okay. Huh. Hmm. Well, um... Both of you are on your phones. I know. <laughs> it's because I'm trying to get other people to call in. <laughs> You're trying to get other people to call in. Well, Chance isn't doing it. I know, right? <laughs> so just be, <laughs> But, no, I've wondered the same thing about my, uh, myself about, like, you know, that. I, I knew that, like, it referred to, you know, the amount of time Hops was added to it. But, uh, mm-hmm. let's see. I'm trying to think about what part of the boil, uh, because when, when you add Hops to affects things, like, uh, in the beginning, uh, it'll, uh, like uh, yeah, you know, the beginning it'll give it the bitterness. Uh, like uh, yeah, like early on, add hops added early on will give it like uh, flavoring to the beer, like bitterness and stuff like that. Uh, uh, middle part, uh, like a uh, flavor, like you know the, like you know the, uh, like you know if something is if a hop has like a really like a lot of the ones like a lot of alpha acids like your citrus or whatever, they'll give you like that you know like that citrus citrus citrusy grapefruity type taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, late edition, you know, kind of gives it more of the the aroma, the uh, like you know, smell it on the nose of the beer. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. So, do you know when you're gonna get married? <laughs> what? <laughs> do you know when you're gonna get married? Uh, no, probably, probably not for a while. Um, okay. she doesn't graduate until December. Mm-hmm. Um, I told her not to even think about anything until then. Focus on school. Okay. Like, I doubt that'll ha- I doubt that'll happen. Uh, she's she's so excited, already look, like trying to find venues and stuff, and I'm just kind of like, slow down, slow down. Uh, who are you gonna, what are you gonna do for your uh, groomsman party? Who's... Uh, well, uh, it's coming down. Ch- you should probably make Chance your best man because well, he's good at planning. He's better at planning. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> now he would just show up an hour and a half late. <laughs> um. Uh, which isn't saying much, um, <laughs> but it, it's going to Etzel. I've known him for twenty right. years, so uh, okay. Uh, so you got a plan around? I got a plan around. I got a plan around Alaska. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, so now you got a you got a time window. You got to work on. <laughs> right, right. It's like trying to reach the moon. <laughs> uh, Some NASA rocket science shit like that. Uh, yeah, well, I've known him since kindergarten, and it's kind of mm. what it comes down to. Right? Mm. I was like, all right, I have a bunch of people who I would like to be it. What's the easiest way to pick that no make no one feel bad? <laughs> I've just known him since kindergarten. 
and he's one of my best friends. So, yeah. Um, but she's also wanting uh, uh, spring-ish slash summer. So okay. it might not be until Because if summer, I got so. married, I'd probably make a chance at just because we lived together for three years. And you'd yeah. be like uh, the assistant to the regional manager because <laughs> you're awesome and uh, you're a good paper salesman, Dwight. Right. Uh, it was just, it was just kind of, it was kind of hard to pick, but I figured that way nobody would be upset about my choice. I'm going with Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I figured. Figured. <laughs> Matt Lieber to me. We're gay together. <laughs> well, oh hey, my God, that's hey. gonna, that's gonna happen to your. There's a, a new guy filming stuff. Uh, and right. going to come up to David West. David West and me, we're gay together. <laughs> he still does it in public. <laughs> Which I really want. I really want Edsel really to meet uh, number twenty-one on the Pacers because. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, uh, Etzel suggested next time we do a panel, say in very big print featuring David West, <laughs> <laughs> and not say anything oh, else. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> And you should show up wearing the jersey. <laughs> yeah, I just show up wearing my, my David uh, Buster jersey. Yes, uh, why are you uh, heftier and shorter and less <laughs> and wider? Why do you have more hair? Why do you have more hair? Uh, but yeah, uh, it's gonna be fun. I'm, I'm excited, nervous, excited. But you know, I'm 26 now. I'll probably be 28 by the time it happens. So if it happens next summer, I'll be. Like not this summer, like the following uh, summer. That's right. That's right. Okay. We will be twenty-eight. Yeah, I was thinking about the math there. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got some time to think about it. So, okay. long engagement. I'm all right with that. Make sure everything <laughs> works well. <laughs> Had the ring for a year or so. Well, you, th- you think you would have figured out things exactly before you asked. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know. Well, sometimes sometimes you do you do something on a lark. Uh, well, it has a lot of, has you know serious consequences on your life, but uh, right. Well, I, th- I I thought of it, I thought about it for a while. I bought the ring a year ago, and I, you know I was waiting until I felt like it was the right time. So I did. I can't say much, but if you ever have the chance to quit your job and righteous indignation, do it. <laughs> Let's try not to talk about that, oh, no, considering no. I'm still employed. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about it, you know. Right on. I'd like to keep that job. Especially now that I have a wedding and a future to think about. I had no future there, which is why I left. <laughs> Actually, uh, I, I mean, qu- my life has no future, period, but <laughs> that's beside the point. You've got this podcast. <laughs> Here's for another 150 episodes. God. Uh, Drew Tank Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Drew Tank Clan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Impressive. I'm, I'm a pun master. Yeah, guess what my favorite Russian uh, novel is? Crime and punishment? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah. You know how I do, Gilman. Um, actually, yeah, I, I ended up having to quit New Day. Oh, really? Yeah. I had too much shit. To, like, three jobs was getting a little much. Three? <laughs> yeah, I had three of them. Oh, wow. So you, I just thought you had two. No, I had, to, I had three. I had, to, I had to drop one of them. It oh, wow. It was getting a little much. Yeah, and I mean, understandably. I New Day was, like, switching over, like, financial systems to a certain degree. So you and, were just on an easy out. Yeah, it, it felt like a good time. If I was going to leave, now would be a good time to leave. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. You should have got a lot more free booze before you did so. <laughs> That would have been nice. 
I should have done what uh, George Costanza did when he was trying to escape, leave the Yan- get fired by the Yankees when he was driving around the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Uh, hmm. Well, um, I our next beer. Yeah. No, hold on. <laughs> What's our next point of talking? Um, Arrow last week rocked. Arrow last week did rock. <laughs> A lot of shit happened. I was very pleased. A lot of shit did happen. <laughs> It was awesome. Andrew doesn't know what we're talking about. Mm. Nope. Oh, well, speaking of which, I, I, <laughs> I, I bought all the DLC for Lego Batman. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I gotta... When you, when you get that back to me, I want, I, I want to play the Arrow. Yeah. DLC. I think you have to wait until you beat the game. Oh, do I? Yeah. Because I I was looking forward to that, and I think, well, whenever you can free roam, I don't know how to access that stuff yet, so I'm assuming I have to wait until I beat the game. You know, there's some point where you're supposed to be able to, you, you like, all the the cores have um, their own planet to explore and shit, and yeah. apparently Daffy Duck shows up dressed as a Green Lantern. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, there was an episode of uh, Duck Dodgers. Yeah, I think that was probably where they took the reference Yeah. From. And apparently Conan O'Brien shows up at some point. Huh. <laughs> you know, there's, there's an episode of Duck Dodgers with Brian Wilson. Really? Yeah, yeah, like you know the 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 the, the wrestler dude, the bald wrestler dude with the goatee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Daffy uh, has a surf contest against him, and uh, huh. Brian Wilson thinks that believe uh, yeah. in yourself. Yeah, the episode of Duck Dodgers it, it featured Green Lantern, voiced by Kevin Smith. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The, the the Duck Dodger like uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, Brian Wilson appears as uh, like uh, Daffy Duck's uh, spiritual guide, <laughs> like as a hologram type of thing, like a. Like Obi Wan Kenobi is a dead Jedi. Nice, but um, so yeah, Arrow. I, it was really nice, like to see you know Thea find out. Yeah, and, and take it well. Yeah, and not like not... be really selfish about it. And yeah. be like you've been lying to me all this time. It was more like, oh, you've been saving people. You've been saving lives. You've been doing good. Yeah, it, it, was, it was. Yeah, that was I liked nice. It. I, w- I kind of wasn't expecting. It. I was kind of in the same boat Oliver was, where he's just like, well, this uh, is gonna end badly, <laughs> but I gotta do it. <laughs> So yeah, that that was nice, and I like that the whole uh, uh, DJ spy asshole that that got dealt with quickly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad too. I, I mean, that's one one character this season that I've just been like, eh. Well, yeah, now yeah, he's dead. You, you, we don't have to. <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> Move you, along. You're a smarmy little dick. Move along. Move <laughs> along. Two more badges. Damn. <laughs> um, what else happened? Oh, I love uh, uh, um, the scene at the end when Laurel's dad uh, uh, found out about uh, um, oh, what's her actual name, Sarah. Um, that was heartbreaking. Yeah. That was actually tremendous yeah. acting by that guy. I agree. Like he, he I mean, just like his, his facial tics, it, like when he was when it was slowly dawning on him. He had tics like, on his face. <laughs> But yeah, that that was well done. I, I I think they've done a good job of making Laurel a more likable character, and I liked how Ollie pointed out the whole addiction thing about how she's really just transferred that over to the the, the violence. But you know, she calls him out on it, saying, "You know, you're probably doing the same thing." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it would be nice to see a, a episode on the island with a, a, a Thea and Ollie doing whatever they're going to be yeah. doing. And I, I like the way they like reverse that. Like, I imagine the next episode is p- 
pretty much just going to be purely island in the present. Yeah. And then the flashbacks are him. Oh, I didn't even st- think about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's going to be really cool. I didn't think about that. That's yeah. going to be really neat. Yeah, it's a nice reversal. Yeah, I didn't even think, didn't even think about that. I, I, wow. That's... <laughs> That's kind of genius. And I hope we got some slave. We got to get some slave. He's got to like go in and check on him at the very least. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Well, I know he's. I know he's going to be back uh, a couple times in the second half. So. Has to be. Has to be next time. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um, Flash was awesome. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see the fallout from that. Uh, 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 uh. That's the name. <laughs> and of it the looks thing. like it's not going to happen for. That's the name of the next episode. It's Fallout. Well, Fallout boy, the previews made it look like it was all going to be time travel. Yeah, so, it's true. Yeah, but they also showed her with Ronnie and Did the they? professor. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't catch that. Yeah. Bit. Also, they also released a teaser, uh, the Grotta's coming teaser. Mm-hmm. So that that was exciting. Yeah. You know, that's actually one thing they did really well a couple of weeks ago when they were in the sewer. Mm. Uh, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like nah, a little kid. Is he like, psychic? Is he, he going to be psychic? <laughs> that would be a way to get around the whole like CG of having to like make him talk. Right. To just make him like psychic. Psychic. So like, everybody. you know, that's one like, I don't know. DC and their talking monkeys. <laughs> Who do you prefer, Grodd or Humanite? Well, there's also Monsieur Mala. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that was a good episode. And, like the uh, <laughs> well, it was almost like romantic comedy-ish. But I, I don't know I like the beginning, like the whole all the stuff with Linda. I liked. Yeah, I really like the, what they're doing in Linda Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the the weird triangle it's creating. <laughs> uh, like when uh when uh Iris was talking to her talking to Linda about Barry, I was just like, No. Don't, no, don't, don't do yeah. this. Don't do this. That's yeah. low. Don't do that. Uh-huh. You're gonna mess with him so much. <laughs> hey, I felt Barry so- handled it really well. <laughs> well I, I, that was, it was great acting, uh on the part part of uh, Gus and Grant when he's like making out with her yeah. and he starts vibrating. <laughs> you know, I, I I want Andrew to watch The Flash. I think Andrew would really enjoy the show. Um, it, it's probably the most uh, faithful in tone to the comic out of any adaptation. Yeah, I enjoy the hell out of it. I gotta say, it and Arrow have surprised the hell out of me. Like, I mean, I stopped watching Gotham just because I, it, it was, it's a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really feel as if they've done a great job with Flash and Arrow. Yeah, yeah they really have. They really have. Um, you know, I, I heard Constantine's gotten a lot better in its second half of its season that it kind of picked up and became rather enjoyable. Um, NBC hasn't renewed it yet for a second season, but... Uh, what else do they have? Yeah, exactly. It's on the same night as Grimm. I mean, well, apparently if they do like an SNL 40th anniversary like every week, they'll do a shit ton of ratings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but why didn't they do it on Saturday? They did it on a Sunday. I don't know. That's, I thought that was a bit weird. Yeah, it's like, a, uh, let's uh, let's go up against the NBA, All- NBA All-Star game. They still got 23 million viewers. Which yeah. I guess it's the highest they've gotten since the finale of ER. Wow. So That's impressive. Um, yeah. Oh, but uh, the beer we're drinking right now is oh, Hardcore yeah. IPA. It's from BrewDog. Uh, 
Uh, I forget what network they're they're on, but they have their own show. Uh, they, uh, I think it's Brewdogs, or but they uh, they they do. Cool oh yeah, I've heard I've heard that show. Yeah, they, they, they on do. like Spike. I didn't realize yeah, that they, was them. And I think Esquire think of it, but they're yeah, all I yeah, think yeah. like owned or by the same company. But uh, yeah, they'll do they'll do cool stuff. There was one episode where uh, they do collaborative brews. They uh, they made a beer uh, using uh, yeast off their own body. So they. Uh, uh, the two of them, and then like that uh, sounds so, hygienic. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, it was like a wild yeast, but like you know, everything was cleaned and processed after the you know so boiled. So everything was you know safe to drink. I mean, there's there's a beer by uh, Rogue Rogue Beers, uh, Beard Beer. It's made with beer yeast, connoisseur level two. Uh, made with uh, beer from uh, made with yeast from collected from uh, the head brewer of Rogue's Beard. Wait, <laughs> that's at least a beer from ten different countries. Where, where is this brewed at? Scotland. Oh, really? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah Scottish. It's a product of Scotland. Gotcha. Huh. Awesome. I'm like level four, level four beer connoisseur. Nice. Jesus. Okay, let me read their thingy. This Imperial Indi- India Pale Ale rocks. Hardcore. It is pretty damn good. But don't feel obliged to take our word for it. This little bottle has a grandiloquent story to tell. 2,204 malted Maris Otter grains gave all they had to offer the world... To provide the robustly delicate toffee malt canvas for the ensuing epic, four hop cones willingly sacrifice themselves in a fiery cauldron that is our brew kettle to ensure your mouth is left feeling punished and puckering for more. <laughs> Fifty shades, anyone? <laughs> nine billion nine hundred million yeast cells frantically fermented the little hearts out as the sugars were magically turned into alcohol into dark depths of our fermentation tanks. Two humans and one canine companion are relatively happy with the results. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, but yeah, did I did I finish what I was talking about? That uh, Constantine might be moving to uh, the Sci-Fi Channel. Oh. So. Okay. Uh, if you're a fan of Constantine and looking for season two, it might very well be going to NBC's sister station, the Didn't Sci-Fi the Channel. Go up or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when they moved it to eight o'clock, it was coming on at ten. They moved it. It was coming on after Grimm. They moved it before Grimm, and, and it, started then, to... it started doing a lot better. Mm, okay. get, it makes sense. What the fuck are people doing at ten o'clock on a Friday? Not fucking watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad time for anything. Um, got another voicemail to play. It's mm-hmm. a it's a short one. It's from uh, it's from Micus, the creator of the kind of epic theme song Zombie Kids. Oh. Hey, this is Micah all the way out in California. Just calling to say that kind of epic show is kind of freaking awesome. So keep listening. I know I am. Peace out. Well, that was nice of him. Yeah, <laughs> very nice. Thanks, bud. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I've been, you know, I've been trying to set up uh, to like actually get him on the show, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of hard to. To do yeah, that's four. Yeah, the time difference <laughs> makes it kind of a pain. Um, but yeah, um, uh, he's Andrew v- Carter. Huh? Oh, oh, sorry. Oh yeah, okay. uh, he's very generous. I mean, he. Uh, you can find his. Uh, I was I was trying to get him when he had his uh, Indiegogo project for his latest album up. Um, but yeah, you can find all of his stuff uh, at mikeismusic dot com or on SoundCloud under Mike's Music. Um, Donate to him. He makes some pretty awesome stuff that he's allowing us to use for free with just a little bit of advertisement at the end of each episode. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go check him out. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, Agent Carter was on last week. Um, was awesome. It's yeah, probably one of my band. favorite episodes of the show. Yeah, uh, it was pretty. I like the slapping scene. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they're really getting, like, you mentioned it, I think it might have been last week, where we're lucky that it's not a longer season because it's able to just yeah, keep there's no filler. Pace. It just keeps on going. All it's, killer, no filler. Mm, it, it, I think Andrew would like this show as well. Just oh yeah, because I know his crush on Haley Atwell. Who doesn't have a crush on Haley Atwell? Oh, right? Shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. mm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was like it was awesome to see her. Like it was like four guys. At yeah. The same time she took them that all diner down. scene. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, I you know I I like seeing the guys in her squad uh like n- like starting to respect her even though they're like against her yeah. they were she just took out four of your men <laughs> single-handedly mm-hmm. what are you gonna do <laughs> uh, yeah and it, i love the scene where the uh uh the russian guy was like sticking his head out of the window mm-hmm. and she was setting up the sniper rifle i thought she was gonna shoot him yeah yeah so did i yeah and, I, and then he started doing the 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 Morse code. Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah, holy fuck. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I thought I thought she was going to uh, shoot. Uh, what's his name? Oh, the the head of uh, the SSR. Yeah, yeah. And this whole hypnotism thing—it's a little silly, but you're kind of like, really? Is that going to work? The whole—you go with it, but you're kind of like, mm. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think we just have two episodes left. Right? Yeah, two episodes. And the previews for tonight looked awesome. It was just like them in the interrogation cell with her, and you're just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like how her boss is, you know, he's starting to understand that, okay, maybe things aren't as they appear. Um, okay. I, I think he'll actually be the one to keep Peggy from, like, Being harm. Jailed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because clearly, he, I mean, he was already starting to, to fall on the path of her and Jarvis. Mm-hmm. So hopefully... Hopefully that comes yeah. through. Even though she kind of, I don't know. I get, of, I get to see them being totally pissed off that she was a double know, agent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> completely understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of sucked when the uh, the Black Widow caught her. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh no, she almost made it. The show's great. If you guys aren't watching Agent Carter, fucking shame on you. Yeah, even though you might as well just wait until. Yeah. It's all done now. Yeah. Wait till it's on <laughs> Netflix now. Uh, speaking of shows, um, Sony released a seven minute uh, inside look at Powers. Um, it comes out, what, March 10th? Yeah, it's in March sometime. Sometime in March. Uh, check it out. You can find it on uh, PlayStation or. Hell, it's all over the web right now. You can watch it. It's just Bendis talking about the book and mm. going into the production details, showing you do see some more footage that's not in the trailer. Wasn't he um, on uh, Late Night recently? Yeah, it was on Seth Meyers. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Seth Meyers is a big comic book nerd, so it was perfect, because mm. I think his uh, avatar on Twitter is a sketch of uh, Ted Kord. Nice. Yeah, uh, I think... Uh, uh, he was on there talking about uh, Secret Wars, wasn't he? Him and Bill... He was on SNL... With Bill Hader, yeah, yeah, him yeah. and him and Bill Hader are both nerds. Oh, yeah, nice. they wrote a, a like a, a Spider-Man one shot. It was like the long um, Halloween or something like that, and it was long like, Halloween. Yeah, uh, no, I don't think it was called the long Halloween. Exactly, okay, but uh, um, well, that's what you just said. That's why uh, I was. Yeah, um, 
So yeah, it was them, and uh, I think Kevin McGuire did the art. Oh, nice. So that uh, um, was pretty funny. It was like a comedic thing. Yeah. Spider-Man was there, and there was a, a guy who was dressed up as Spider-Man for Halloween. There was some mixed identity thing. Nice. Yeah, it, it was a pretty good one-shot. Huh. I didn't get it. When did it come out? <laughs> oh, it was a couple years ago at this point. Maybe I did. I don't remember. I might have. I just don't remember it. Yeah, it was when they were both on SNL still. Oh, so it's been a little while. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I don't remember. I like Bill Hader a lot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I wish he I wish he would do more. Like I I remember like uh, I think the first time I'd seen ever heard of him or seen him was uh he had like a small bit in a small part and knocked up and then he's like, You look like Jabba the Hutt when uh Prince Leia strangles him and then he does his impersonation and when I saw that I laughed so hard I, I almost passed out uh, oh something we didn't talk about um, I don't know if you guys you guys would have saw the trailer for it it was on before uh, uh, Kingsman uh, the trailer for Man From U.N.C.L.E. oh yeah looked fucking awesome yes I, I'm going to watch that yeah same here um <laughs> You know, I, I showed the trailer to my mom, and then the title came up, and she's like, what the hell is Man From U.N.C.L.E.? I was like, Mom, I know what Man From U.N.C.L.E. is, and you grew up in the 60s. I barely know what the fuck the man is. I don't know. What's the fucking acronym actually stand for? I, I don't I don't remember. <laughs> but I at least know of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, on, it was a spy show on from 63 to 68, something shit like that. Or 64 to 68. Ran at the same time United as Network. Uh, Uncle Stan is an acronym for the fictional United Network Command for Law and Enforcement. Oh, okay. There's there another Costello song, uh, uh, The Man from Uncle. Yeah. Which is. Uh, I, I mean, I, uh, the main character in it, uh, Henry Cavill's character, like, his spy is, recogni- the, the spy is recognizable. Like, I, I'm spacing his name, but uh, I remember, like, seeing versions of that spy elsewhere in other, like, media and stuff where they're just kind of, you know, making reference or homage to it, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, it was on at the same time as Get Smart. Right? I like Get Smart. Uh, you know, there, there was a lot of, uh, there were a lot of 60s spy shows. There were Man From U.N.C.L.E., Get Smart, Mission Impossible, Mod Squad, the, Mod Squad, the Avengers... Wait, there was an Avengers TV show? Yes. I, I know. Yes. No, with appeal and shit like that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, next, we're on, uh, what's the name? It's a Belgian quad. Uh, put it away. Uh, Let me look up the... The Brazier du... De du Ciel? It's a, it's a brewery from uh, Quebec. Yeah, it's a rigor mortis. Abbey-style brown ale. Nice. 10.5% alcohol per volume. I like its color. I wish Chance was here to talk about color. Oh, the SRM? Yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm trying to think what, uh... Chance is good when it comes about color. It's an import. It's brewed and bottled by Micro Braziri. Yeah, come on, back. Braziri. I don't even know how I pronounce it. <laughs> Braziri. <laughs> Braziri. Braziri. Uh, Braziri. Uh, Rigor Mortis ABT is a full-bodied brown ale inspired by the quadruple beer style brewed by Belgian monks. Offering very little bitterness, this beer has intense malty and sweet flavors mixed with tastes of chocolate and caramel coming from the malt. It presents complex red fruits and spice flavors due to the Belgian-type yeast we use to ferment it. The beer is at its best after it is aged for at least six months. Hmm. Nice. Uh, has a nice color to it. I do like the color. You can see some shit floating around in it. <laughs> you can see some shit in <laughs> it. Which isn't a bad thing, guys. That's not a bad thing. That's a good smell. 
It's got a little nutty smell to it. Yeah. With some, with some chocolate. I got some foam on my nose. Um, I believe, from what I remember, uh, about like this, like Belgian's beers, like the what you, know, you double and triple that uh, quadruple. Mm. That, basically, they they mul- like uh, like uh, that indicates how much they uh, du- double they double the amount of uh, like hops, uh, barley, or whatever they're you know uh, uh, fermentable grains they're using. Hmm. That's so good. you know triples are you know stronger than doubles, and then of course quadruples are. Yeah. Uh, sidebar: uh, I coach a youth basketball team, and uh, like uh, one of the co- uh, one of the players asked me, like, what would happen if we uh, if we tie things at the end of uh, fourth quarter? Like, we go into overtime. Uh, what if we tied at the end of that? Double overtime, then uh, triple overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, he kept asking, like, I can, I know Latin and Greek, son. <laughs> I like, I was like, you're like, what about uh, four times quadruple? Quintuple, sextuple, septuple, octuple, non-tuple, decktuple. Nice. Now he's a good kid. I like him. <laughs> this is damn good beer. <laughs> this is damn good beer. And uh, like with your Belgians, uh, we we already had. You know, I, well, that was kind of more of a pale you know, but it was a wit beer. Uh, uh, but with your Belgians, you kind of like uh, the Belgian yeast kind of gives it a uh, kind of a flowery taste to it. Like you know, it's a. Little funky, I'd kind of describe it as. Uh, and these belts, especially particularly a quadruple, you know, you get, maybe you get like some sweet taste to it, uh, some uh, like a ver- very malty beers, you know, they're very much malt forward, not hop forward. It's definitely sweet, and there's nothing on the bite, like the the, the aftertaste, that really makes you go. Oh. There's this is, this is good beer. Whoa! Whoa. Um, I got my headphones a bit too close there. That's okay. my bad. Sorry about your ears, folks. Yeah, this isn't much dangerous considering it's ten percent. <laughs> I know it doesn't taste like ten percent. I think uh, it has a real nice. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that, that's uh, subtle. By the way, do you guys know how what the alcohol content on this is? Uh, Four or five. Yeah, I was like, a, yeah, really, it's just okay. Well, yeah, it's a dry Irish stout, so it's like comparable to Guinness. I mean, it's. I thought it was a little bit more than that. Yeah, maybe four or eight. It's it's below five percent. Yeah, I'm asking uh, before the guy showed up. I was drinking Sun King's uh, Ring a Dingle. Jesus. I don't. Okay, maybe it wasn't my headphones. Um, yeah, it's their Irish style stout that they claim won awards. A civil medal, uh, a civil, <laughs> silver medal Irish style st- dry stout 2012 World Beer Cup or cap? Cup. cup. Um, that's a questionable. It's basically <laughs> their rebel of Guinness. Uh, uh, you guys have had Guinness, and you, you yeah. know the reason why it tastes so smooth? Huh. It's uh, poured on nitrogen, and here's why. Yeah. Nitrogen does not dissolve as well in liquid as CO2, so it gives you a creamy mouthfeel. Mm. Uh, beers on nitrogen, they're about 70% nitrogen gas, uh, yeah. 30% uh, CO2. Uh, CO2 is one of the bittering factors in beer. Like uh, the, the metaphor I use is like uh, you've had uh, tap water versus seltzer water. Top, seltzer, seltzer water is carbonated, so it has a little acrid, sharp taste to it. Mm-hmm. That one kind of activates the bitterness and hoppiness of beers. So uh, beers on nitro are going to be a little bit smoother. You kind of get more of a... Uh, putting square, square quotes, true taste of the beer. Uh, yeah. uh, currently at Sun King, uh, if you're there this week, uh, you could get the uh, the Ring of Dingle on Nitro, uh, on Nitro Tap. So you could get the the Nitro Ring of Dingle. Yeah, I mean, I, I and, guess... and when you're in there, be sure to tell them how much you love Andrew here. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I, I guess comparing this to the, uh, the Guinness probably explains why how much I, I enjoy this. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's 
damn good beer. <laughs> right? Okay, the reason, like, uh, the one way that the, the triples, the bell doubles, triples, and bell. What do you think of this? Have you tried it? Yeah, I've, I've sipped it. It's good. But, like, yeah, the one the origin for it might be that uh, they, when they used X's, so two X's mean higher in alcohol because your doubles are going to be, like, in the range of 68% ABV, and then uh, triples will be, uh, eight, uh, you know, 8 or 9%, and then quadruples will be, like, you know, 10% or higher. Hmm. Uh, all tonight's beer was bought at Muncie Liquors up at up in Muncie. Um, great beer selection. They have an entire, like, three-walled cooler area. Well, it's like a college town. So. Yeah. <laughs> but everything's by the bottle. Everything's build your own... Oh, like, I see. Build your own six-packs or four-packs or whatever. You just pay by the bottle, and it's amazing. Cool. Yeah. Can't find Sun King there. I was a little disappointed when you pulled in the uh, Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Oil. Oh, uh, you like, were hoping? Well, yeah, I was like, oh, cool. And then it's like, oh, none of it's this. I think, <laughs> I think there, there are a lot of better uh, uh, better uh, Bourbon Barrel aged beers. I mean, there's a solid. That was one of the first I had. Uh, uh, I actually had it. Uh, that, that was like hell, a hell of a Dirt Wolf from Victory is good, too. Oh, yeah, the Victory makes some. They have a really good Pilsner. Uh, but, uh, I actually, had, I think you had Dirt Wolf. I know we had a bunch from Victory. Yeah, I've, I've had that before, uh, uh, but uh, I first had the Bourbon Barrel, Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. Uh, I was uh, in Louisville uh, with my friend, my friend and former radio show co-host Jordan Kilpin. Uh, we were there to see Rush on the Time Machine tour. They played all of moving pictures, and we got to have beer and nachos together, like uh, Homer and Gerald Ford. And Kilpin's a thin dude, so he had a nice little buzz from that, and I had a little buzz from it too because I wasn't an alcoholic at that point. So, did you guys see any of the SNL thing from this weekend? No, I haven't. I I was working. I uh, I, I didn't watch it either. I just watched some of the stuff like the, the day after. I was watching The Walking Dead. Celebrity Jeopardy was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll uh, it's on demand. I'll, I, I plan on getting around to watching it. It's on Hulu as well. So there's some good chunk on repeats in that. Uh, good, good. I plan on, I plan on watching. Let it. let it snow one. <laughs> God, I love Chuck Ryan. <laughs> you know, I, I was kind of disappointed uh, I heard there's no Bill Brasky. I think that's a no. damn shame. Uh, Bill Brasky is a son of a bitch. <laughs> they had Bill Murray doing his lounge singer, though. I heard about that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he he did Jaws. a love song, the, yeah, the Jaws or something like that. Yeah, I heard uh, Jim Belushi filled in for, for John Belushi for Blues Brothers. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm all right with that. A lot of people were like, oh, they should have done it. At least it was his brother. Yeah. Get it, get it. Oh, John Goodman was the yeah. uh, replacement. Replacement, yeah. Uh, I also know that a lot of people were complaining about uh, Melissa McCarthy being the, the man down by the river <laughs> over Chris Farley. But you know what? It was Chris Farley's birthday on Sunday. I thought it was a nice tribute. Yeah. And I heard she did a great job. And then, I, like I said, I haven't seen it, but I'll take it. Now, now both of you are in your phone. Sorry. It's all right. Somebody texted me. <laughs> it's okay. I was really hoping Ethel would give me a give me a ring. No, he's probably, boat. No, he's probably <laughs> too busy fucking Pollock uh, Paul and other types of fish. Uh, this. He looks like a fish. He fish Facebooks. Fucker. He Facebooks. <laughs> I figured he might be able to call if he can Facebook. Fish fuckers can Facebook. He's counting fish. Leave him alone. <laughs> well, hello, Wally. Uh, what I don't know what time it is in Alaska. It might be four hours earlier. He might be in the middle of his day. I want it's. Uh, I want to say it's probably four or five. Okay. Yeah. I feel like he's probably just now getting off work. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they do it on the boat. Yeah, I don't. I, I have a feeling their schedule is four eleven. Right. Right. Yeah. I wish Chance could call. He can text. He can text. And if he's on message. iMessage, message, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So you can still text him. Mm, okay. Yeah, he's not completely out of off limits. Okay. I'll, I'll remember it's that. Never been off limits to me. Huh? <laughs> what? What did you say? It's never been off limits to me. You know, I was really upset. I was trying to buy the uh, the T Fury shirt from Friday, and it, the the Sterling Archer. City Archer, yeah. yeah. And uh, it wouldn't fucking let me complete my order. It, it kept, I kept getting an error message every time. It didn't want to give me a reason. It was just like, error, your transaction could not be completed. I was getting, I got pissed. I wanted that shirt. I'm sorry. Did you get it? No. No, that's too bad. <laughs> I liked it. I apparently only get Legend of Korra shirts from T Fury. Apparently. Because it's the only place you can get Legend of Korra t shirts. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, I've been trying to find some Archer shirts and I can't find them. Mm. They have them at the Hollywood shop, but they're not really any good ones. Mm. I prefer uh, Legend of Coral. Like, the meme with uh, uh, Carl uh, on Walking Dead. Yeah. Or, like, because uh, of that. Coral! Speaking of The Walking Dead, this last episode got super preachy. You know, by the time that Chance got current, he had to fucking go to China, and now he's going to be behind again, so he has to get caught up. Didn't they kill the black dude? They did kill Tyrese. (laughs) They killed Tyrese. No, okay, they killed the black person every time a new black person's introduced. (laughs) It's like, it's like it can only be like, like trying to control the population. It's like a quota system. Well, it's like okay, every other black person, every other like, there's two. There's the preacher, and then there's a uh, shepherd book. Chris from Everybody Hates Chris, the kid that played Chris and Everybody Hates Chris. So now everybody does hate Chris because he he pushed the black quota up to three, which is oh. Tyrese has to go now. <laughs> Granted, I, I like what they did with him. It's better than him getting his head lobbed off by the governor. Uh, that is how he died in the comic, right? I don't remember. I feel like I'm correct in that. I don't remember. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, it got extremely preaching in this past episode, though. Preaching of what? No, in what manner? What are they preaching? Well, I don't know. It zombies just seems bad. <laughs> oh, that's foaming. Uh, zombies bad. Carl, good. I don't know. It just seemed kind of like on the nose. They were trying. Okay, everybody's dealing with because they they killed Beth in the mid season finale. We don't they know if killed... she's dead yet, right? Uh, I mean, maybe she might come. She got a bullet through the brain. Unless that partition goes through, I'll bring her back. No, no, she's fucking dead. And then they killed Tyrese. So this episode was them dealing with. Uh, the grief of just losing two people real in such quick another uh, bad Jesus Christ in such quick order but uh the end, Rick finally gave his we're the walking dead speech he finally gave finally? that speech yeah he did that back in the prison I thought it was earlier than that mm. I thought that was like volume one no he did it in the prison yeah okay. that about right yeah. uh but yeah he finally gave we're the, the we're the Walking Dead speech, which I was like, awesome, mm. overdue, <laughs> but awesome, and uh, it, was, it was actually a great moment. And uh, then they're all sleeping in a barn during a thunderstorm, and 
uh, one by one, they're trying to keep the door shut. Like, walkers are trying to break into the barn. And Daryl's the first one to go to the door to try and keep it. And then one by one, beautiful music's playing, beautifully shot. Uh, and it just all hell appears to be breaking loose when all the survivors are basically holding off a swarm of walkers from breaking down the doors to this barn. And then everything goes silent, completely silent. And then they wake up, walk outside a fucking tornado had wiped out the thing of walkers and they're like why are we here how did it how did how and why did we survive this nice apparently this is what the entire episode of Parts and Rec is it's an, no episode, shit. Of, it's an episode of Johnny Karate I'm not current but it looks cool I, I, I'm, I'm not current at all I, I haven't watched any of this season I need to I'm a couple episodes behind. but it was uh, it was pretty awesome just like besides the fact that it was super preachy mm. but it was it just does. a cool visual mm. but yeah and like there's just this like they were in the wood in a barn in the woods and you just see this big like you could obviously tell that it just went through this entire section of woods just torn to shreds and just missed the barn by ten feet. Wow. Yeah, it was neat. It was it was very cool looking. Huh. Well, okay. Let's see. We're on Breckenridge Brewery. It's their oatmeal stout dark. They're a Colorado brewery. Yeah, I just had one of theirs the other day. I had uh, their uh, vanilla porter. That's a pretty good one. It is a pretty good one. I also had their uh, their Yeti. The Breckenridge makes some good stuff. Uh, I believe in that's order, what one of these two were. I, I believe that uh, with uh, with oatmeal stouts, uh, I, I think the rule of thumb, I think it has to be like mm. uh, the grist has to, uh, has to be like twenty percent oats in the like the malts. Mm. Mm. Has a nice roasty flavor uh, to it. That makes sense. Uh, so uh, with this, you'll probably use like I'm trying to think what uh, the, like maybe the caramel, or the, like the dark roast, but uh, you'll probably the darker roast. Uh, uh, so darker roast, you know, people say, oh, this stuff tastes like coffee, even if it doesn't have coffee in it. Well, yeah. hmm. well the darkest roast of beer, uh, of grain rather, uh, barley, it'll give you some uh, uh, coffee-like characteristics. Uh, and with uh, oatmeal, what's about well, with oats? It'll give it like a real creamy mouthfeel. Uh, hmm. Creamy. Yeah, like also, uh, <laughs> also I had this the other day. Uh, I forget what it was from Bison Brewing. I had a uh, organic chocolate stout. Oh, that nice. was pretty solid. Hmm. Oh. Yum. 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 <laughs> oh yeah, there was like the talking toilets and Captain Underpants. Yum. Yum. Eat them up. <laughs> I remember. Well, uh, gentlemen, I'd like to toast you both. Not toast, but cheers. Uh, cling, cling, we're at cling. we're at an hour and twenty six minutes. If people oh. decided to listen through this episode, I'm sure there's a lot of quiet moments. And uh, I'm in love with the cocoa. A lot of time to think about the future. <laughs> what future? <laughs> uh, but. Guys, it's been a, a great 150 episodes. Can't wait to get the next 150. Can, can you believe uh, 150 episodes ago we sat down and decided to talk about shit? Yes, yes, I can. I mean, three years. <laughs> surprisingly, our our number of episodes might actually once we hit the 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 uh, the three year mark in March. Mm-hmm. We might actually have enough episodes for every week that we've been on. Mm. Uh, 
Granted, I mean, we've taken time off, but there's been weeks where we've done more than one episode. Yeah, once we get 156. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, six more weeks. And we like the grunt. We we like the we out here like the grunt motherfucking groundhog. We drop a drop that drop six more weeks on you. Bitches. I think that's I think that's kind of cool. I think it's cool that it just happens to work out where we'll be hitting like yeah, in just six more episodes, we'll be hitting that 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 mark that three year mark, and it'll also be the same number of episodes as weeks. I think yeah. that's cool. Yeah. How most people kind of do it? Yeah, but we've missed a lot of time. <laughs> we've taken months off, or at least a month here and there. We've gone without yeah, episodes. Yeah, true, so true. I, I just think it's impressive that it's worked out that way. I think that's awesome. I think that's a good sign of things to come. Do you be worried about time right now? And, no, I'm not too worried about it. But I just wanted to uh, okay. say thank you guys. Okay. Here's to 150 more. Okay. Thanks, bud. Should we do one on your bachelor party? Yes. (laughs) Fuck yes. Uh, Like the end of the night? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe we can attempt it. We can attempt it. Just be so drunk that you end up... Have it on Gabe's pocket recorder, that way... (laughs) Well, no, I'm just, like, picturing us, like, doing it at the end of the night, and then, like, you go to, like, save it, and it all goes to shit. (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's why I said, do it on Gabe's pocket recorder, that way it doesn't get lost. (laughs) All right, guys. uh, Talk to you next week. Bye. Peace, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, I'm David West. Oh, yeah, I'm David Gilman. I'm not a world peace. Uh... Find us on Twitter at Kind of Epic Show. Find me on Twitter at David West underscore K O E S. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm Andrew Crowley. Uh, I'm at. You can find me as Jumpin J U M P I N Jack Flask. Hey listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song, Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I am on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. Alright, peace out everyone. Keep listening.